Alright guys, this is The Angry Prepper. So today's episode, episode 93, is going to be on bugging in your apartment. Now, that general statement right there, for the most part guys, um, there's no one way to bug in your apartment. So if anyone tells you, oh I got a way how you can bug in your apartment, they're full of shit. Right? So, was that clickbaity? Eh, maybe. Um, but I'm here to tell you, for you to bug in your apartment, there's no one guy that's going to tell you how to do it. You have to know, first of all, the basics, right? The basics is food, water, medical kit, uh, money, communications, whether it's AMFM radio, two-way radio, and you know, a solar charger or battery charger, some kind to keep some of the electronics going. Those are things you're gonna to wanna to do. Video games, or not video games, sorry, games, board games, things like that, if you're bugging in your apartment. Here's the problem. Every apartment on this planet, or buildings, are different, period, right? I live in a six-story uh, tenement. So I live in an old-school building, right? Buildings built probably in the late 1800s, uh, late 1800s, early 1900s. This is an old building. This building is a tinderbox should there be a fire. So, you need to know the building you live in. You need to know the building in and out, right? You need to know if there's a fire in your building, you're screwed, or you're not. If you live in a fireproof, which are usually uh, tall buildings, projects, uh, high rises, those buildings normally, for the most part, when fires are in them, they're kept in that apartment, right? So they don't spread. Unless they auto exposed, which, which is, if there's a fire on, let's say, the 15th floor, and fire is pushing out of the window and laps into the window on the 16th floor and catches a curtain or something on fire, fire can start in there as well. You have to know your building. You have to know the ins and outs. You have to know where you can get water in your building, right? If you run out of water in your apartment, which you shouldn't, you should have an ample supply. But in a case you do, you need to know where to, um, where to find it. Now, again, back to my building. I live in a, a six-story tenement. It's a tinderbox. My backup food supply is in the storage unit just in case there's a fire here. If you live in a fireproof building, you don't need a backup, right? Now, you are hanging out at home, you are staying in your apartment because shit is bad outside. There are a lot of things you wanna to do to minimize people knowing you're in the building if things get that bad, right? So, for you to black out your windows and things like that, that means we're in a dire situation. That means cops are not coming to rescue you and people are going door to door. At that point, you should be out. But if you can't leave, if you have someone sick, you have an elderly, you're disabled, and you have to stay inside, there are things you can do to minimize your existence in that building, right? So if you're bugging in your apartment, for example, if you live in an old school building like me, you don't wanna move around too much because buildings like mine make noise when you walk around because of the wooden floors. You live in a concrete building, you don't have to worry about it because no one can hear you moving around. Um, but you still want to minimize your movement. At night, you might want to put, you might want to black out your windows. During the day, you want that sunlight to come in to energize you, to make you feel good. You do not want to live in a blackout situation 24-7. That is bad for the human psyche and it's bad for uh, humans, period. You need sunlight, right? If you're going to um, use a storage unit as your backup, you want to make sure you have enough food there and when to make the run to the storage unit is important. That's another subject altogether. If you have everything you need in your apartment, you're squared away, guys. There's no real big secret behind bugging out in your home. It's pretty much like staying home during COVID, 
I think a lot of us did that. We stayed home. We didn't treat it like a bug-in, though there are some things you might have to do, like if the power goes out, all right, now you might want to switch over to your solar generator if you have one. Now you want to start using your battery packs to charge certain things. You might want to start switching out batteries to your flashlights and lanterns, whatever you have to provide light in your home. You're going to want to have an ample supply of batteries as well. You have to keep that in mind. If the power goes out, you're going to want to minimize your time going to your fridge. If your fridge is done and power's not coming back on, now you want to start canning everything while you still have gas. Can as much as you can and dehydrate as much as you can and vacuum seal as much as you can. Even if you dehydrate meat, you might want to still vacuum seal it. Just a thought. The one-all, be-all, I can figure out how you can bug out in your home. It's bullshit for the most part. A lot of preppers out there push that, that, that bullshit narrative. If you don't live in a city, you don't work in a city, you don't know what it's like to bug in in an apartment, right? If you've always been raised in a house, but just because you travel to the city, you call yourself a, you know, a, a, a prepper who knows the city, bullshit. You gotta live here to, do, to experience all levels of it. I live in a six-story tenement. I live in a 32-story high-rise. I know the difference. I know what it takes and what it doesn't take. Each building and each apartment is different. So you're gonna have to adjust to how you, um, you bug into those apartments, right guys? Again, keeping your sound low in tenement buildings like this, in wooden buildings, in old school buildings, is important. You don't want people knowing where you are. If you're going to cook and you're going to use uh, propane or white gas, you gotta make sure that your home is ventilated. One, two, you gotta try to keep the food smell down, which is in insanely hard. Because when people are hungry, they'll be able to smell that shit, right? And you gotta be fast about it. As soon as you're done cooking, you cut everything off. You don't leave it on, you don't leave it, you know, steaming. You pull it inside, close your windows, and try to get rid of that, that food smell um, emitting from your windows, right? Uh, there's a lot of things, guys, that you're gonna need. If you live in a high crime neighborhood, you're probably going to have to bug out sooner or later. You're probably gonna have to leave because the gangs and the, and the wannabe tough guys and everyone around here are gonna get hungry too, and they're gonna be going door to door. Guys, bugging in your apartment is a last resort. This is not something you should be in the front part of your brain unless you have sick family members. If you have sick family members, bugging in is your only option, then fine. But if you have two damn legs and you can walk miles, beat it. Get the hell out. Because staying in the city is not something you're going to want to do uh, if it gets that bad. Again, guys, here's a, a test for a lot of you guys that live in apartments. Turn your power off for a day or two and go through the motions. Again, treat it like a blackout, but treat it like it's the end of the world. Treat it like you can't go outside, and if you're going to go outside, when's the right time to go outside, right? Should I go out at night when there's way less people? Three to four o'clock in the morning is usually the, the, the prime time to go out and do what you need to do under the cover of darkness before the sun comes up while people are just turning into sleep, especially those, you know, people that love to hang out late three to four, even five, depending if it's winter time or not, in the morning, it's a great time to go outside where there's very little people outside. New York City, there's no such thing as no people, but during COVID, you could walk around between three and four and you wouldn't see a soul. So keep that in mind, right? Bugging in your apartment is also going to depend on what's going on, right? Is it another COVID lockdown? Is it another, a, a bad pandemic? like? the flu, the Spanish flu of 1918, right? Is it an Ebola outbreak? 
there's a rioting that's gone unchecked. Are people and gangs taking over the streets, making it unsafe for you to go outside? It all depends on what's going on. There is no one rule for bugging in your apartment. There really isn't. There's the basics, and then there's a lot of things that need to be, that need to happen or need not to happen, right? For you to bug in or leave. So it, this is just a broad, guys, how to bug in your apartment. Because again, so many apartments are different. So many setups are different. There's no one way to nail it. Like I said, the basics are having your bug in necessities. Having your bug out bag ready to rock and roll. Having your communication established. Those are your, your necessities. And after that, you have to adjust to the building you live in. If you live in an elevated building and the power's out, you better figure out a way how you're gonna get water up and down those stairs, right? Some of us in our age range can suck it up and carry it up. Some of us can't. Some of us are gonna have to figure out a pulley system to pull it up. Depends on how many floors you live. If you're 32 stories high, I can't see you uh, pulling water 32 stories up. You gotta come up with a solution for the building you live in. Now, if you are curious and having a problem, you can email me at angryprepper@gmail.com and we can figure it out together. But I'm not gonna sit there and tell you I know exactly what to do because I have to look at your situation to figure out what to do. All right, guys, you can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Tumblr, and Twitter. You can also check out my Patreon page for the Gear of the Month Club and or for just basic support. You can also like and subscribe to my YouTube channel. You can also like and subscribe to my podcast channel. Other than that, guys, thank you for listening.